0: Me hearties, welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we talk about the latest news featured on our social media pages. We try to find the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. You hear me? I am your host, Joshua Hyde, and with me today are Professor X and Anthony Arnold. How are you boys doing today?
1: Oh, oh, I'm so happy that played I out made a crucial way. mistake of sipping water before that, and almost did a literal spit take right off of uh, my tablet screen.
2: You're <laughs> welcome. Ah. Drunk it. So for those of you who don't know, Josh asked us before the show started, what type of intro did we want to do? And I, and I uh, just said, I wanted it to be a pirate. <laughs> And I'm so so pleased with this played out. I delivered.
3: I listened to the people, like a good uh, president shirt.
2: Democracy at, at work. There okay. it is. Democracy oh, at work. Bodie McBoat face and a pirate opening. That's what democracy will get you, everybody. <laughs> yeah. just high quality gems like that. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, so. I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, yeah. Considered.
3: Good, I I, I thought I'd bring the energy to to start this one. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. So Alex, Professor X, talk to me about some trends.
2: Well, it's strikeuary, Uh, the strikes strike back. Um, Specifically, uh, I'm going to talk, we're going to talk about Starbucks. So uh, those of you who, uh, okay, everyone knows what Starbucks is. I don't really think I need to lay that out. I I don't think you need to explain Starbucks. But um, I do want to, you know, talk about, so starting in, um, so December 9th, 2021, um, Starbucks uh, workers in Buffalo, New York voted to unionize. And it was the first Starbucks, you know, first Starbucks location with a union. But this, uh, but it um, is poised to not be the last one. Since then, Starbucks... Locations across um, up to say fifty-four stores in nineteen states have been um, petitioning for for union, and I uh, say to form a union. And um, earlier this week, there was a Starbucks location in Memphis who made the news. Because they retaliated against workers who were going to who were attempting to form a union. So specifically, what uh, ended up happening in this instance, they caught an employee, on, as they, uh, on a store camera signing a union card, and they uh, respond. They responded by immediately firing everyone who was in contact with that employee. Uh, with that employee, as you do. Because uh, you know, just classic, classic retaliation, union busting. Uh, you can't form a union if you don't work here. Huh. That is a fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, say though, you would uh, also observe that, like, so not only was this you know union busting, which we should shame them for, but also illegal. You can't. Is say everyone has the right to see to have uh, union representation. It's 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 guaranteed in the, in the constitution. So we can I, I I get to do this, and you don't get to fire me for it. And then the response being, but we didn't fire you for that. We were fired you for for other things like what? I mean,
1: pick any of it. Make it up.
2: Yep. We said so we don't. We don't employment. like your attitude. At yeah. will employment. At will
1: employment means your right uh, to of association does not exist. Actually,
2: basically, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, um, it, like, so then uh, it comes down to you know, pe- say people in the media, people in the community, um, and say and people at large to uh, hold these people accountable when people like when people violate your rights, you hold them accountable. And so uh this is as everyone here knows labor is something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh and so I, I say we we have I had to talk about this. And uh if, if you guys have any other comments you would like to weigh in here. But Alex,
1: where else will I get my overpriced coffee drinks from?
2: Um, I say I am certain that you're (laughs) to say if my hometown has a uh, has a local coffee shop so do you and so you should go over there and pay probably slightly less for probably a better product probably probably I have product I can't
1: can't promise
2: I can't promise like look (laughs)
1: <laughs> no one goes to Starbucks for the coffee. You go for all the other drinks on the menu that are not the coffee. Uh, Those you probably can't get at your local coffee shop. I don't know. But if you really need like your passion fruit flavored guava well, infused,
3: I, I will say, I will say this. In <laughs> in Starbucks favor, I I have not been a very big Starbucks person. Um I my wife has been for obvious reasons. People who don't know this, I'm married to a white woman. But uh the like I have been brought on to like the fact that Starbucks has several like non like Starbucks has lots of inclusive options that smaller stores generally don't tend to have like stuff for people who are like non-dairy and a bunch of other things along those lines so I if you have any sort of like digestive problem that stops you from drinking coffee normally, or with all the people, things, you know, people normally put in coffee. Starbucks does have you covered, you may have to pay a premium for it, but Starbucks does have you covered,
2: at the I'll very say, least. Say, and, and to be fair, if this your Starbucks, if your Starbucks employees are not trying to unionize, um well, I say, um then I guess they can't be union busting your, I say, your, 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 their employees, and so you don't have to, like, maybe it's say like, maybe your starbucks is uh you know is, is the is the is a better example than these uh than these other starbucks places but if you live in memphis you know should maybe throw rocks at uh at star at um at uh starbucks at starbucks managers like, yeah. you, like you see them just like walk to the store and you just like chuck rocks at them
1: but i mean we also know like come on like what they're doing in Memphis is a way of sending message to every other Starbucks location in the United States, at
2: least. Yes, yes. it's true.
1: Like this will be your fate. So I mean,
2: and I say, I mean and S-
1: right. and look, and I and I get what Josh is saying as well. Like I I only eat fish. So like they have an impossible breakfast sandwich, which is my breakfast options this person who does not eat regular meat. It's just it is a barren landscape out there. Like <laughs> it is bad. It is just ordering sandwiches and Ordering the griddles with no meat. Ordering McMuffins without the ham. <laughs> That's what it. I don't love it. So, like, look, I understand their dietary options also. Like, I, I really like them. But um, they are doing what uh, corporations tend to do. They are union busting.
3: Yes, they are. And, uh, and and they should be shamed for it. Absolutely. Yep. Shame. Shame.
2: Shame. Thank Everybody's you. Everybody's
3: bringing the Game of Thrones go Yep. <laughs> That's a throwback.
2: Ah. Uh, a better time <laughs> uh, until, until, the the la- until the last season. Yeah, <laughs> so no, we no, we, we don't need to, need to, to, get, to get into that. We'll be here for another couple of hours <laughs> talking say, about that. <laughs> they, they, they say it doesn't matter. It was a, it was it was a better time. It was it was a before it was A better time. <laughs> the before time. The before okay. times.
3: So uh, let's go ahead and get into the poll, which I believe yeah. also has some some striking going on in
1: it yeah yeah some striking some protesting and some government crackdown we're talking about our 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 recent poll which is about the canadian truckers so i'm going to sort of read this one uh, not necessarily as an entirety but i do want to fill in the background for people who actually may not know as much about this one so thousands of canadian truckers are against a mandate requiring drivers entering canada to be fully vaccinated or face testing and quarantine requirements. The group also opposes other restrictions like mask mandates and COVID-19 lockdowns. These protests are disrupting supply chains of major car companies in the U.S. and leading to production stoppages while threatening the country's economy and trade with the U.S., its biggest trading partner. The mayor of Windsor, Ontario, said Thursday that the city was seeking an injunction to end the blockade of the Ambassador Bridge. Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer, on Thursday called on candidates to reopen traffic on the same bridge. it is imperative that uh, Canadian local provincial and national governments de-escalate this blockade the question that we pose is do you agree with Mayor Dilkin's approach to ending the blockade should Americans get involved by helping to support Canadian officials as some have hinted or should we stay out of it and hope for the best again our polls show up on our social media every Friday so we really like to see you guys on there interacting responding sharing so with that being said uh I'm gonna kick it Josh, I'll let Josh go first, and I'm gonna go, and Alex will give you the hammer slot for this one, <laughs> uh, in deference to your love of all things labor striking, protest related. So,
3: <laughs> I, I can I can start with this one. Um, I I think I I remember seeing this poll, but not really understanding it because when I first read it, I was like, then just get fucking vaccinated. Like, why is this a problem? <laughs> that was my first. But uh, to be honest, I don't really think much else. Like, I, I feel like the 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 strikes involving requiring proof of, proof of vaccination to do your job uh, feel like the same, feel to me the same as like people who are like teachers striking because they don't want to be vaccinated and like handle children. Now, I know that that's a, that's a different situation because we're dealing with like, little people. And like, obviously you, you are spreading things. And if you're a trucker, I don't know what truckers live like, but I know that they generally just truck. And so they are by themselves doing things and they interact with people as they drop off product and such. But like, I see no reason why it is a problem in my personal opinion that they want the people providing them products to be safe. So
1: why are you striking? Um, so I think that's a good one. So I'll, I'll sort of, I'll, I'll actually, so I'll say with the poll, I don't agree with the mayor's approach to ending the blockade. Um, I just don't like to see government crackdowns for people who who are exercising like their rights. Now, this has become more complicated by the infiltration arrival of far right extremist groups who have sort of co-opted the movement and turned it into like a a, a thing so there are a variety of actors there. There are truckers protesting, but there's also other extremist groups who are there as well. Um, but, so I like I don't necessarily agree with the mayor's approach. I know we're gonna get into like the stuff later on about like how should Americans get involved in this because what happens in Canada does impact us, what happens in other countries does impact us because of global supply chain stuff. But to answer your your your, your point, Josh, so this Canadian truckers are vaccinated. <laughs> I think that's the part that's been missed in this. Their vaccination—I've seen this reported multiple times: CNN, New York Times, multiple places. Their vaccination rate is at like ninety percent, which, as 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 we here know, is much better than we're doing yes. in this country. By
2: so way. they are so they are only not, by ten percent. Only ten percent better. They are not vaccine
1: resistant. The truckers are not vaccine resistant. They they are vaccinated. So they are like – they are act- – the origins of their protest really is that they think these sort of measures have gone on for too long. There's a broad-based lack of support for these sort of measures in Canada as a whole um, because people have sort of gotten tired of some restrictions after these couple of years, which I think is an understandable position. And then there's also the more complicated parts of it, which is the protest. So again, not all of it is well-founded, not all of it is sort of high-minded. It's politics. It's, it's there's, there's a lot, there's actually quite a bit going on. But I did just want to point out that they are not they're not anti-vax, because again, their vaccination rate is at, if not slightly above, it's at around slightly above 90%. So I I I don't think we can credibly call them anti-vax. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but to kick it over to Alex. Again, it, th- this one is, it's a very interesting and like I said, very, very sort of complicated sort of thing that's actually happened here, but Alex. Yeah. Right. So uh,
3: I know we're about to get technical, so break it down to me. I, maybe I'm missing something that helps me understand this a bit better because I, I don't think I understand the problem.
2: Okay. Um, well, uh, I, I say so. Um, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear a couple of things up. Um, so um, I think you you were were okay. So the end goal of the protesters is uh, not just uh, is not. Uh, they want to be able to enter. Say they want to be able to have people enter and say uh, enter Canada and enter the U.S. Like to cross the U.S. U.S. Canada border without um. Like let's say without without like vaccine passports. Now um specifically um they have a problem with entering the US with let's say um with uh let's say without presenting without representing their vaccination card, which Canada has no power over. This mm-hmm. is a US policy. So they're just they're just sieging the wrong people um yeah. because they don't actually have a they don't actually have like a real clear list of demands. They're just angry. Um, uh, I also think it's worth noting that this isn't truckers. This is, this is a right-wing movement. Oh. It's, not, it's not, that the right-wing movement co-opted this. It was right-wing from the beginning. Oh. It's not the majority, it's a, um, it's not even a majority of truckers. So, uh, there, you know, in Canada, there are 324,000 truckers, uh, per, um, uh, stati- uh statista. Um, and uh, if you say, and there are, it, while the right wing will claim, you know, oh, 50,000, 1 million trucks uh, occupying Ottawa, it's like 18,000. Yeah. Mm. In a city of 1 million, not 1 million truckers, but 1 million, like 1 million plus people in the city of Ottawa, like 18, you know, eight, let's say, Eighteen thousand truck, like trucks. It's only a group. Let's say they've, uh, they've said that the maximum size of the, uh, of the total protesters here is only about. Let's say it has peaked at thirty-six thousand, and that's like the number of protesters, not just like the number of trucks that are sitting and. Oh, I should actually just clarify. So what's happening is that um. Truck, uh, say a bunch of uh, you know semi trucks. Not like with the semi, not some of them still with loads, but most of them without have just um gone into Ottawa and then just parked their vehicle. Right. Oh, right. So it's it's a, it's, it's an actual blockade. They say so they're, so they're blocking so so they're blocking roads. They're blocking access to houses. Um. You can't get into or say, uh, and, so I'm not from Ottawa. I've just been following this really closely, and you know looked at some. So the way that Ottawa is structured is that uh, it's it's kind of similar to DC. There's like this central like downtown area where all the things are, and then on the outskirts of like and then ac- across the way from that there are people. That's where all the people are. So they have just blocked, largely blocked access into like into the downtown. Yeah. Um. And then say, so, and since then, like since they've been there, um, they've been terrorizing uh, like the lo- uh, local people. So they'll go into, say they, they'll go into stores or, you know, um, go into, you know, say, you know, completely, uh, you know, ignoring the mask mandates. Uh, they'll go into restaurants and be like, um, we we'll say we're gonna, like, we're gonna sit down. Well, there's no seating in here. Well, it's I'm gonna say, well, it's cold out. I say, well, we're gonna eat here anyway. Oh, and just in case, I brought my kids and, um, it's 20, I say, and it's, uh, it's 10, de- I say, it's 10 degrees outside. Are you gonna throw us out? And we don't have anywhere yeah. to go. So are you gonna throw us out? No, you're not. Okay, cool. Well, we're gonna sit here then. Huh. Um they have uh say they have terrorized the let's say uh, the local people. They've um vandalized like so it's like uh, there's an instance of people having a um uh, a gay pride flag on like outside their homes and their homes were vandalized. Uh PSA um people leaving those homes were so say have been like have been um uh, I want to say assaulted but like like ver like say verbally assaulted, and harassed. in some cases actually harassed. In some cases, actually assaulted. Um, yeah, uh, say they um, uh, def- say defiled the tomb of the unknown soldier in Canada. Yes, they ha- they also have one, not the one in the U.S., but the one in Canada. They uh, they urinated on the let's uh, say on the tomb of the unknown soldier. Um, these are not like these are not normal truckers. These are like these. Are like they're not representatives of like truckers in general. This is a very frustrated minority, typically from Western Canada. So, um, the and pol- Canada to a lesser extent, Canada has the same political divides that we do: urban and rural. And Western Canada is predominantly rural because it's predominantly, well, like Alaska it's like it is that wilderness it is where they do like it's where they do their logging it's where they do their farming it's it's just it's it's very rural and most of these people are from that area and they've just been radicalized in the same way that our and i say our rural population has been radicalized and they um have been infiltrated by nazis and they're hired to break shit uh
1: mm-hmm. th- they also have a th- something else is coming through with this is that there's also a there is a strain in some Canadian politics that is anti-American for the fact that like, they are sometimes seen as a subsidiary. we will just say of of the U S because we are their biggest trading partner. And, um, for a whole host of cultural, economic, probably even military reasons. Um, we are pretty, we are the big dog on the block. Uh, and I imagine this, this does rankle some people. In Canadian politics, which is also coming through here, which is why it is centered around a border crossing that Canada cannot actually do anything about. Part of what's happening is like, why are you being subservient to the American politicians? <laughs> uh, okay. So there, that's why I said like there is a
2: lot happening here. Um, yeah, I say, I say, um, and uh, so Francine is bringing up the, the you know there, that there are traffic violations. Yes. Um, and uh, so, so there's been a lot so going on. So uh, the GoFund is a um, they had a goFundMe. GoFundMe has said that we are not going to like with over a million dollars in it and GoFundMe has said we're not giving this to you. You are I say that you are you're a terrorist organization and we're just not going to give you your money. Um, they have they have other um, uh, similar sites um, who have said, um, who, in, who have initially said that they were they were going to do the same, they were going to withhold the money, and um, who have been harassed and threatened. And now they are turning over some of that money, albeit slowly and um, uh, as inefficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, similarly, uh, the police in um, Ottawa have said they do not see a policing solution to this problem. Because they don't want to, because they, in some instances, like in some ways, they agree with the, with the, let's say, with the. You could call them protesters. You can call them occupiers. Um, I'm going to, you know, say, the terrorists. Uh, but I mean, and let's say, and there are um, similarly with towing companies who have been trying to remove these trucks. Um, they uh, say various, the uh, various uh, say. Well, the local ones rapidly filled up, and they're having to call in other places, and those other places are being threatened and being told, "You, you will not do this." Yeah, there's actually not a hell of a lot you can do with big trucks
1: for reasons yeah. that we actually don't have places to keep big trucks. We sort of count on them being on the road yep. as mm-hmm. opposed to storing them in a city. Yep. So, they're like, it's not like towing a car. Like, if you were to tow a bunch of semis in Indianapolis, like, where would you take those semis to? You can't just put them in a lot somewhere. They're semis. They're, like, dedicated lots for those trucks. And, yeah, they will fill up quickly if thousands of them show up. uh, They will actually fill up immediately.
2: (laughs) So, another point in all of this is that um, most truckers do not own their vehicle. Yep. It Yep. It is a lease. Like, it is a lease to own from the employer um so employee let's say so employers are now I say are um, are struggling because well they don't have their trucks and they still have like say, and they don't have their employees um but they also aren't really in a position where they can just terminate them because they they still have the same labor shortage let's say they still have the same, Labor issues that we do just to a lesser extent because their society is less cruel than ours, um, but so, uh but like but trucking is a like is a high like is a high skilled profession. You have to like you have to have accreditation. You have to have licensing, and there you, you you can't high despite what some states are trying to do here. You can't expect like you know. Quickly expedite that process, not statelily. Correct, as anyone
1: who's ever driven on the highway knows. Every truck has a sign on the back asking for workers.
2: Yep. <laughs> no every trucking company one. has this.
1: Every single one. There is not a surplus of of uh, truck drivers.
2: Not but, even close. <laughs> uh, and I mean, my uh, most people don't know this. So my grandparents were truckers. Um, we, uh, say like, it, and trucking is hard. Life yep. is hard. You spend, I say, you are given unreasonable deadlines to move to, uh, impossible deadlines to go from, uh, to pick these things, this thing up here and deliver it here. Um, sometimes deliver it here, here, and here. Um, uh, I say it's impossible to say it is impossible. Like you can't hit the deadline. So you end up driving, like you, uh, you end up driving, um, Let's say, you know, very long distances and very say with, with like, with very limit like, very limited breaks. You frequently say you frequently sleep in your vehicle. Um, you don't, you know, you do not have time to get out and stretch. So you spend large number of hours. In, I mean, you, you've all driven in the driving position, you know, in the like, you know, I say, in cr- you know, in cramped, say, in cramped corridors, um, largely alone. It's a you survive. I say you again don't have the time or the luxury to stop at a say to stop at a restaurant and eat, Um, and you certainly don't have a kitchen in your cabs. You cannot prepare your food, so you are largely built. You know on fast food and gas stations. It is it is like it is grueling conditions. It is it is like it's. They're terrible working conditions. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think, but I think all of this goes,
1: though, I this is not me trying to give anyone cover, but I think it is worth illustrating. If there is a government police crackdown on the on the truckers, that leads to a lot of them, it leads to any number of these truckers being discredited, like literally losing their accreditation. Uh, that also like the economic harm flows from either side if you crack down on a bunch of truckers there will be harm because you are already low on them mm-hmm. like there will be downsides to your entire economy and your like and everything from kicking a bunch of truckers out of the workforce like that that's going to hurt everyone too yeah so
2: uh the other part that i want to bring up again is the police have said that there is not a they do not see a policing solution to the problem um the police have given up the police do not care and that like that's not a condemnation of like any particular officer outside of the commanding officers um but you say but like the, the the police like the police department as an institution, has given up. They do not care uh, for like for a variety of reasons. Um not the least of which is Ottawa has largely followed the same pattern that every other city of its size in our in the northern hemisphere. Oh sorry, not in the in the northwestern hemisphere, depending upon how you draw it. Um uh, uh, around here, um that they big cities outsource policing to like to smaller, to like to rural areas surrounding them, and so in many of these instances, those police officers don't um, side with the residents that they are supposed to be protecting. They side with the truckers, and they don't want to do it, so they're not going to. They've they've given up. They said, "You win." Politicians do do the thing. You're on your yeah. own. Although this is you're on your own.
1: Although this is what I brought up yesterday. Oh, not yesterday. Earlier, that happened yesterday. So the escalation is it did occur now. Like, like, as of last night, the police have been, been – it, it, the police are going to move in on them now because okay. this happened last night that they have been ordered. Like, they have been told, like, I don't know if it was the courts or whatever, but, like, they have been told, basically, like, okay, we're going to break them up. Um, okay. There's going to be arrest, like they are threatening arrest and hundred thousand dollar fines. Um, and that was fairly, you know, I'm seeing now. So uh yeah, it says the uh yeah. So it says Windsor police have immediately warned anyone blocking the streets could be subject to arrest and their vehicles could be seized. Um and so there could there could be a confrontation. Like we're recording this on Saturday on the list of go. we're recording this on Saturday, February twelfth. So there could be a confrontation over this weekend. Between the police and the truckers, which
2: well, we'll see. All right, well, that's that's I I actually wasn't aware of that, so that's yeah, uh, yeah, um, that just happened like last night. Okay, and uh, I mean, I have very complicated feelings about all of this. Um, sorry, we've now I'm gonna move over the fact finding portion, and I'm gonna move into like the like my (laughs) analysis, like the analysis. I so I have very complicated feelings about all of this. So, um, obviously, to some extent this is a like this is a right-wing co-option of let's uh, say of of labor it is a very uh, it's a very small subset of labor um and uh to give credit where credit is due um conservatives and members like and just people on the right um are very good at recognizing that they have power and exercising it Let's say uh, i've seen uh, say uh in some ways I mean, it's propaganda. Um, but I've seen you know, trucking propaganda to observe that if all trucks, let's like say, if all trucks just stop, hospitals shut down in three days. Yeah. They um, say, uh, you know, gro- say grocery stores um, are say are empty within a week. They recognize, they correctly recognize that they have power and they are just willing to go for it. Unf- say, and unfortunately, like it's being, fa- like this is only being facilitated by the people. On like on the extreme end of the of the spectrum. But like if truck, like if, so as we observe as we stated previously, trucking is bad um, uh, in terms of like working conditions. But also we've, uh, here in the U.S., we've seen trucker pay uh, drop up to 50%. Oh, shit. It you to say it used to be a position that was um, up to six figures. And um, I've seen, you say, and I've seen uh, I've re- like read and talked to people who uh, they say they're getting they're getting like 40 44 thousand dollars and and that's the, the, the say it's the, you know it's the same struggle that ever like that everybody else is having. And so if they, like if workers want to you know want to say, recognize that they have power and want to exercise it, this is potentially like a a, re- to say, um, a reasonable way of going about doing it. And by reasonable, and by that I mean using your, you know, your property to disrupt, um, to hit, to hit corporatists in the one place that that they care about their their pocketbook, and to you know to influence to influence politicians who will not listen to you otherwise. Well, you're going to listen to us now. Where I think this movement go went wrong, this particular instance uh, goes wrong, is that you decided to terrorize the people who live there rather than gain their support it's one mm-hmm. thing it's one thing if for me to put like to seize you in your own home it is another thing for you for you just for us to say hey let's all park our cars we'll just, let's just take the cars out of your home and park them on the road everybody does this and then you know and, it's like, and then if there's an emergency be like yeah Say someone's having, say someone's having a, like an asthma attack, someone's having an allergy attack, blah, 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 blah. We're going to move our vehicles, and you can let the ambulance in. We'll let the ambulance go, and then we're putting them back.
1: <laughs> well, Alex and I have swapped our typical roles here, which is fine. Like I said, I teed this <laughs> one up knowing that this would be a good one for you, Alex. To so just sort of give a little backing to what Alex is saying, uh, the U.S. trucking industry was deregulated in the early 80s. And what happened is it used to be a heavily union job, and then it stopped being a union job. So to tie back to our, your, your trend, it stopped being a union job in the eight uh, stopped being a union job. And that is why pay declined from, uh from what he said, a six figure was the median salary to now in the mid forties that is. so that's what happened. It was deregulated and it became a non-union, a largely non-union job now. And for cultural reasons, I think trucking has always sort of been seen as like a right, like a conservative sort of job almost. Which is just weird, a weird thing to say that like some like jobs have a political alignment. And yet I'm pretty sure trucking in our perception has a political alignment. What you have is a bunch of pissed off conservatives having seen their quality of life be dragged down over four decades. A job that
2: is essential.
1: Is essential, high skill, but doesn't necessarily require a college degree. It used to be one of those jobs you can make one hundred twenty thousand dollars without a degree, which are, <laughs> which was are few
2: and far between. Which are few and
1: far between now, and so like all of this has come together and has arrived at this moment of after decades of being crapped on, of seeing their pay slash in half, of seeing their unions decline, of seeing them tarred and feathered. They have now arrived here, and they are just absolutely lashing out. A, a minority of them, to be clear, a minority of them are just lashing out and because they are they are a crucial pinch point for your entire economy i mean you can go to a different target if your local target goes on strike what if every target has no supplies (laughs) what if every store i can shop at walmart what if walmart has no supplies either what if none of your stores have anything on the shelf
2: Hmm. (laughs) And and so so like i said do I, I, say, so do I agree with their, and I say, like, do I, yeah, again, and I have very, like, I'm very complicated on this because, I mean, they're, well, they're like, they don't have specific aims. They're just lashing out, and, Um, and uh, they don't actually really have leaders who are trying to, you know, claim credit for it. Like, we've seen, and I say, uh, you can watch Alex Jones talk about, Um, you know. One, I say one million trucker march, and it's like there aren't even a million truckers in Canada, you moron. So, so like they don't like they don't have a leader, they don't have demands. They're just angry and are and I say and they're angry at everyone. And I, to be fair, some of their anger is like is com- is completely justified. It's just being targeted at the wrong people. What? And so do I, I say do I have issue with your with your tactics? Some of them, but you know, say if you want to lead as say well. To some extent, like a ground up, a ground up, you know, um, say siege, uh, say of of the economy, uh, until like until you get representation. Uh, no, that's that's a thing we should adopt.
3: And and like I think hearing all this, given that I knew nothing about the situation beforehand, that's part of I think I understand why you're so conflicted, Alex, because there's a lot there's a it feels like there's a large part of this that feels very justified. But there's also a large part of it It's like, if only your focus was a bit different, this could have been so much more effective like at doing what you're attempting to do. And I think the problem is like, they're not actually attempting to do anything. They're just, as we discussed, lashing out. And I- they,
2: They're, like, that, here, that, they're there the that, to break shit.
3: Yeah, that is, and I, I, that is the part that confuses me because my brain is like, if if this is like your aim and you're willing to go this far, to just like make a statement, why not make that statement much more impactful than we're angry? That that feels like such a asinine statement to, <laughs> to cl- okay, I me. Mean, to be
2: clear.
1: I, I would have a, hypothet- a hypothetical answer is that this is the, this is sort of the default way that our politics, and I guess to some extent theirs works now, which is that, uh unfocused frustration and anger is the mode that people have chosen now they do not fo- anger and frustration is not focused into productive movements it is not focused into uh focused strikes meant for an objective meant for an objective aim it is just anger and i think we saw some of this with our various protest movements that we've had in this country i think we've seen you know, you, you, you go right to the anger and then you go, okay, what is the drive you are going, what is the drive here? What is the thing you want? And that question has been lacking. You know, we uh, I said it before, we look at our protest about police violence. Much of that was also unfocused, um, legitimate, but it wasn't clear what the goals were or how they plan to achieve them. So I think this is sort of how protesting works now. We've just never quite seen it unleashed in a right wing way. to such a like,
2: oh, like, yeah. That was a, that's been this effective. Yeah. 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 The other, I say, and the, the other part of this, this is say, the reason that this wasn't more well thought out is that this is the test run. This is proof of concept that doesn't work. Sense. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. It, let's say, like, it doesn't matter if it gets anything in Canada. But um, look, I say, look, a lot, let's say a lot of Illinois. A lot of Illinois is like is very um, say is is more conservative. It's very rural there, um, but they also have Chicago, and Chicago is very large and has lots of people. And so, so Chicago goes, so goes Illinois, um, yeah. much to the chagrin of, of of some people who live in Illinois. So, uh, if this work, if you can see, they say, if you can seize Ottawa, um, you can just see sorry, if you can lay siege to Ottawa. Well, then you could lay siege to Chicago.
3: So this this might be
2: And I say, and again, a, a I want to I want to bring com. up I say, I again want to bring up Ottawa has over a million people. They are being terrorized by 20,000. Now left let say now left let say left wing um people uh say from Portland or let's say or Seattle will tell you, yeah, the fascists come in um and they like they just come in guns blazing and uh they don't do let's say they don't leave until you outnumber them just a show of force we have more than you and if you want to fight this we will but ottawa is not is not prepared the people in ottawa are not prepared for that this, yeah. that they don't i was like that despite having what is that five to one five to one odds like they're like they're not organized they're not prepared to make a show of force and then like if you want to throw down we'll throw down
1: yeah. And it's worth also noting convoys have been mentioned in like all the EU countries. Like on Telegram, which is sort of the conservative uh messaging app. There've been there's been talk of doing the same thing in European cities, so EU cities. Um whether those come to fruition or not. Alex mentions GoFundMe. You know, the GoFundMe donations flowed in from around the world. I mean, all the EU countries, Israel, they've received funding from funding from around the world. And similar convoys have been discussed for basically every probably every Western country for sure. So, mm. and then that be the same result. I mean, uh, a few dedicated truckers could block it off any downtown in the world. Like their trucks, they could block both sides of the road at once. Yes, they can. There's yes, nothing can. you so, can do. So nope. then this is,
3: <laughs> then I guess like as someone who's on the outside, this is more of a cautionary tale. Currently. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, it's a warning shot. Yeah. Like, if if things don't change,
2: this can happen almost anywhere. Yes, yeah. and I again, I am just a lot of I say um not I say not the not the particular not this particular not their particular list of demands, but some of their plights are reasonable, and yeah. I, I I say and that's I say and I say and largely some of the the same issues that we're talking about say just the you know the being dehumanized. The being alone, the being overworked, the being underpaid, the just not being able to live in, say, in a in one of the richest nations in the, I mean, history. The same yeah. issues
1: the Starbucks workers had yeah. with yeah. their job are the same issues the truckers have with their job. That's nuts. <laughs> That's absolutely nuts. Okay, well,
3: uh, that was very (laughs) interesting to learn about. I had an entirely different discussion plan for this, but I'm very glad that I learned more about this because I knew nothing. And I I had anticipated this being a bit of a a weighty discussion regarding the poll, again, after I had read it. Um, And I, wow, I just, there was a lot more going on here than I would have ever thought. So, yeah, now you've been informed and now you've been warned.
0: With that being said, <clears throat> this podcast has been brought to you in part by Aliag Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News, me hearties. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at pointcast.news or you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on our Facebook page for more podcasts, articles, and Polls like we talked about today. Thank you, me hearties, for joining me today. Thank you all, me hearties, for listening. We'll see you all next time. Cap'n Josh, signing off.